Sorry, I'm literally just reading through the reviews on this book, wondering why it only has four stars. Like, uh, excuse me. Hello and welcome to another episode of Cheap Smut. I am Katie Mizell. And I am Carl Mizell. And this is a podcast where I read a smutty book and then tell my husband the plot. Welcome. Thank you. We're so excited because we we made sure that we are not messing this episode up like we messed up the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a real bummer because that was a great episode. It, uh, yeah. But I can't. I can't in good conscience release the audio of it. No, I, I was thinking about it today uh, when I was walking around the uh, the small city that was the convention center that I was in uh, in Columbus, Ohio today. And I was thinking maybe one day. Yeah. One yeah. very distant day. I was thinking like maybe if we ever have enough of a following to have a Patreon, we could release it. Like, oh, you like us enough. Exactly. <laughs> You're willing to give us a little bit yeah. of money every month. Oh, you want to hear that one? Give me $2. Yeah, give me $2 <laughs> to listen to what is essentially, it sounds like we hid a microphone, a real shitty microphone. <laughs> uh, that, really, it's just a laptop, laptop yep, microphone. It just, yeah, it sounds so bad. Uh, but we're so glad to be back. I'm glad to be back, not just to the show, but home. I have only been home for uh, like two hours yeah <laughs> I've been a little gone less for five days yes and i'm so glad to have you back i i know you are i'm not and not just because you love me uh just so damn much but because those damn kids are just they're kids yes i do love you i love you so much i missed your face i missed your face and being with you and just hanging out with you and stuff because you're my best friend and stuff and and, and you were mine but also I mean, I don't know how single parents do it. Oh God, they no. are heroes. Yeah, they are. They they deserve respect. <laughs> they are meant, They should be treasured. Because five days, five days with just these two little kids, and mm-hmm. I thought I was going to go insane. Yeah, and and you are even luckier and and very very fortunate to not have to be a working single parent. Yes. Oh my God. Oh my the- God, it would have been so much so much harder. Yeah. I was talking to my best friend. I was texting them yesterday. I was like, I can't do this. I can't do another day. of. The- if I spend one more day with just children, my brain is going to leak out of my ears. Like, yeah. it's all Minecraft and the almost two-year-old learning words and just pointing at things and talking, which is adorable. Yeah. But also then I have to go into toddler interpreter mode yep. and try and figure out what the hell she's talking about. And nobody knows. No. No. But yesterday, she just started making cat sounds. She was just sitting there and she just started going, meow, meow. Uh, tell everybody what the, the thing you, t- you texted me. Which thing? About her climbing up on the chair. You tried, she was trying to climb up on the chair and you asked. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So um, I was sitting on the sofa and she wanted to climb up and sit in my lap, which is what she always does. Um, so she brought her food over and she put it down and then she tried to climb in my lap, but she couldn't get over my legs because I sit, you know, crisscrossy almost yeah. everywhere. And I was like, do you need help? And she said, no, try harder. And I was like, what? And so she sort of resituated herself so she, into a better position so she could climb up. She said, no, try harder as if she she wanted to do it by herself. She just needed to try a little harder. And I was like, I, I yeah. told you, it was, 
I wanted to I wanted to throw up because yeah. it was it was incredibly cute and adorable, but also like she's a baby. Yeah, and we've never told her to try harder. No. And we've never used those no. words. No. I don't even know where she got that from. Probably Blippy or Coco Melon. Like the only two shows Baby she watches. <laughs> yeah. Coco or Bebe. Coco or Bebe. And uh, she, Bitty. Bitty. Oh, is that Blippy? Blippy. Okay. So if, where, wherever she got it from, it was adorable. And I was like, oh, oh, you're going to be something, aren't you, babe? <laughs> yes, she is. You are going to be amazing. They I mean, I know her, yeah. her brother's also going to be amazing. In his own very unique, goofy, strange child ways, I can already tell he's going to be amazing. But yeah. she's got something in her. Th- yeah, that video you said of him from school—the whole I, "I don't have enough," but but it's good. But it, it's good. It's okay. It's good. <laughs> so it's good. <laughs> the way. Yeah. Uh, Waving but, his little hand because he didn't have enough room to write the word "scat" in the little rhyming phrase. Is that what he was saying? Yeah, okay, yeah. I, was, um, I told the fat cat to scat. Yeah, and, I told yeah. the fat cat to scat. And he's uh, in preschool. And his t- he's a little advanced. Him and a couple of his other classmates are get extra like reading and yeah. writing time during usually during rest time because they don't need to take naps. Yeah. And that's so th- yeah, that's what they were doing in the hallway. They were they were practicing their writing and and reading. And yeah, he didn't have enough room to write <laughs> the whole word out. But he was like, oh, it's, "It's good, it's good." I just made the T. I made he I, like the I think yeah. the cross on the T. The he just had to make it shorter. It was the best, but yeah. But enough. This is not. I a, was going to say it's not a podcast yeah, about our kids. Yeah, this is not a Katie does forty five minutes on how fucking awesome her children are podcast. This is a Katie does forty five minutes on how fucking awesome a book is yeah, podcast. That is not safe for children. It's not safe for children. <laughs> not even the cool babies. No, God, no. This uh, is a podcast that is so explicit. I, I would hope that by now we are on episode what seven. Yeah. Uh, that it, we could safely just not do the explicit warning at <laughs> we the top. Don't need to tell you. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, this is not a podcast for children, so we're going to stop talking about ours and get into this book. Yes. And what are what what are you reading uh, this week? This week, uh, by the skin of my teeth, because the children will not let me sit and read for nothing. <laughs> no, even it's been beautiful outside. Yes. And they've been out. You've been outside all day, most of the day with the kids. Yeah, it's been gorgeous, sunny, and high seventies. And they want to go outside, but they only want to like they. And I'm, I'm just like, I'm just gonna sit in my chair and I'm gonna read my book. Okay, I'm just gonna sit in my chair and read my book. And every five seconds, the older one, Mom, look at me, Mom, look, yep. Mom, look. And he's doing nothing. Yeah. But anyway, not talking anyway, about our kids. Anyway, yes, enough of that. Uh, so this week. I read The Vampire in the Bookstore by L. M. Drew is available on Kindle for two ninety nine. It's also available through Kindle Unlimited. It's a novella. It's only one hundred forty eight pages long, so it's a longer novella. But yeah. um, I would not call this a book, like a, not a novel. <laughs> That's that was the wrong thing to say. <laughs> what I wouldn't the fuck. What'd you call? I it? know, right? Cheese Danish. <laughs> it's a nerd rope. No, um, <laughs> it's. It's not a novel. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily call it a novel, but okay. it is a, a long novella. All right. Is that. It is uh, f- fantastic. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Uh, like I was telling you at the start of the start of the episode, I went into I I went into the Kindle store just to see how much it cost mm-hmm. to do this bit, and I saw that it only had four stars, and I was like, "Excuse me, what do you mean it only has four stars?" But then again, I'm 
apparently in a bit of a minority in the book like the the book talk world yeah is having like a fairly in-depth discussion about like when like when something should deserve five stars how do you like how do you start like do you start from zero stars and then you add them up do you start from five and then you take them down mm-hmm. um i just i just love these i just love i, I just love books okay you're, yeah I, you're pretty indiscriminate you're, you're I, yeah. just a gen- i mean you're like you romance books are to you what baseball is to me yeah yeah no it's it's just it's my genre and i love it i also have learned how to avoid the stuff i don't like right so but but the stuff i do like is so broad that avoiding the stuff i don't like is easy because it's only like four things yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true do, do we have any content warnings for absolutely i do um l m drew was kind enough to put a content warning at the very beginning but i also wanted to read their um dedication page yes because i think it's fantastic it says for you you naughty monster forker literally says forker you saw the cover featuring a plus-size girl with a belly and her shirt falling open and blood running down from where a vampire had just bitten her and his hands all over her, and you said to yourself, ah, this one is for me. You're right. It is for you. Enjoy. Yeah. I, I figured I you sent me that fan art, and oh, I- Oh, that I, fan art is actually from a different book. Oh, okay. That fan art is not fan art. It was commissioned art by the author- Oh, okay, then- Emmeline Quinn for her book, Halloween. Oh, I because you, you so that's just a different vampire. It is a different vampire and a different face sitting scene because there's a big face sitting <laughs> scene in this one too. Well, let's let's not uh, give away too much of the plot. Uh, uh, what plot? <laughs> this, this book was fifty percent fucking. It was great. Uh, so seventy four pages of fucking. This is the cover okay. that she's talking about. Okay, that, um, gotcha. I just wanted to show it to you. Uh, yeah. We can put it on our socials when I, the time comes i can i can put that fan art on the socials too like i i like to do the thing where i whenever there's something that could be a picture oh i like to put it on the like so people I can reference like, okay, it okay i will get you the um sfw version of that to put on the socials because it is not oh that's right it is because instagram sucks a full-on it's i mean it's a drawing but that that bitch is sitting on his face yeah and she's got his her hands right on his junk yeah and his junk is fully exposed so we can't put that on instagram but i will give you the sfw version from emmeline's original post all right fine so but the content warning for this book um face sitting face sitting um Sexual content is the very first one. <laughs> oh. Biting kink, pain kink, blood kink, choking kink, pl- primal play, praise kink, stalking, morally gray main characters. These people are not morally gray. Okay. Um, age gap. He's like a thousand. She's in her 30s. Yeah. Uh, descriptions of feeling high from blood. Death of a side character on page. I wouldn't call her a side character rebirth of a main character bibliophilia straight up bibli like book fucking but not book fucking but like she <laughs> we'll get to it i know i know what a bibliophile is. i know uh i just want to say you book fucker yeah you're such a fucking <laughs> book fucker um okay so that's that the content warning list is rather long um and i appreciate that it gives you just every little thing yeah. that you might encounter in this but for sure Blood, blood sharing, blood drinking, blood is in this book. It's not in a dark or creepy way. Um, in a happy, fun way. 
they are having so much happy fun. Well, um, <laughs> but uh, if you have a, if you have an issue with blood, I would be like stick stick away. I mean, you'd think like it's a vampire mm-hmm. book, you would stick away, but stick away from this one for sure. No, I I, yeah, I totally understand. I remember when I read uh, oh, what was the name of that book? Uh, they turned it into the the FX show about vampires, The Strain. The, the, oh God! The way Ugh, that, the way they described mm. it in that book, Mm-mm. it was bad. No. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rehash it here because no, it, it just I just mentioned it and it, it upset you. It. I hate it. Well, because I have a thing with parasites. Yeah. I can't read anything or watch anything that has parasites in it. No. Yeah. And the and that was the version of vampires are parasitic. They're loaded down with like parasitic worms. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. And it's. And they have. Pro- Probiscus, Probosci. Yeah. Anyway, let's okay. talk about a, a happier let's vampire. Let's talk about book. a handsome vampire named Declan, shall we? Let's. Yes. Let's, yes. Let's. let's. Okay. So, uh, Declan is our uh, hero, Declan Triarius. Our MMC. Our MMC. I'm learning. Good. Yeah. Good for you. Um, and he is a. He's not even sure how old anymore. <laughs> Same. Vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody asked me at the conference how old I was. I was like, Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I was just remembering this the other day. I was hanging out at my parents' house, and their neighbor, one of their neighbors, pulled up to talk to me mm-hmm. because she hadn't seen me in a while, and I was in their driveway. And she was like, "How old are you now?" And at the time, I was thirty-one, and I very confidently said thirty. <laughs> and confidently incorrect. <laughs> I was like, maybe that's how I stay young. I just, just lie. fully no, fully believe it. <laughs> it's you not can't a just lie say if it, you Carl. fully believe it. Yeah, I can be one of those assholes who's having her twenty fifth birthday again forever. <laughs> no, I'm twenty five. I believe it. What do you mean? I have to go to this special place where they make me take medicine and sit in a group for an hour and a half every, you know, twice a day. Give me that back. <laughs> Give me my driver's license back. <laughs> Why are you taking my keys? Grandma, I'm 25. <laughs> I pay my own bills. You can't take it away from me. <laughs> okay, so Declan. I don't pay my own bills really? at all. <laughs> no, I do. Okay, uh, so Declan. 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 Declan is a very, very old vampire who loves books. Okay. Loves them so much uh and he has a, a massive collection and he is had he, he the, the the book starts with him heading to a bookstore that um he doesn't actually really like to frequent because the woman who runs it is a bitch um fair she's a very small side character oh death of a side character they're talking about someone else okay um <laughs> she's a very small side character um uh, but he's going He's going to this bookstore because it's the only used in um, it's the only used bookstore in town that sells books that they get from estate sales, um, which are if you are a collector of things, estate sales are gold, right? We got um, a washing machine from there. Once. And we did. We bought a washing machine for a hundred bucks. And uh, when he when he gets to this bookstore, he's walking through, going back to where he always goes. He immediately sees. Super awesome, mega hottie. Her name is Rosamond. Mm, and uh, she piques his interest because she smells like books. To his advanced vampire senses, she's got like, I think it's like ink coming out of her pore. Not literally, because that would be 
a different book. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and also problematic. You should see a doctor. No, I wouldn't call it problematic. I would call it a problem. Well, yeah, that's, I, <laughs> I, I don't mean problematic in the way that we tend to use it for everything these mm. days. I mean, like, that is something you should have checked out. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, ink is just leaking out of your pores, Rosamond. You need to go to the hospital right now. No, she just, she smells like ink. She smells like old paper. Mm. She smells like vellum. Yep. He wants to get to know her more. She's this super thick, like, triple C thick, big titty hottie. Um, once again, you have my attention. <laughs> I um, say once again, referencing an episode that no one has yes, heard. Yeah, because Latte Darling also featured a triple, a triple C thick, big titty hottie. Yeah. Um, but she is just perusing books, and he walks up to her, and he starts, he starts talking. They immediately start flirting. And she's super into him immediate, like immediately. They have a conversation for like 30 minutes about books and how much she loves books. And she loves books so much that she she's an archivist. It's what she does for a living. She um, finds and repairs old books by hand. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a dying art by the way and i think re- i think restoration is one of the coolest fucking things like if i could go back and change my major and redo it all i would do art restoration or something because i think restoration is cool as shit but anyway so he offers to take her to dinner because he doesn't want to stop talking to her this is an insta love book by the way um we haven't done an insta love yet but that is self-explanatory i think yeah um like when i when i met you no, I know we've had this conversation yeah, before. Yeah. I loved you from the second I saw you. It took you a little bit longer. Yeah, not much, but a little. We even put it in our wedding vows yeah. and everything. Oh, aren't we cute? Anyway, um, yeah, we're all right. The bitchy woman who runs the store is like, I want to go home now because it's the very end of the day. He has to like he has to go at night, obviously, yep. and um, so he has a very limited window in which to shop. And he hasn't done any shopping. He's been too busy trying to get with this lady. And uh, so he buys the books that she's holding. Just like put it on my tab. We're getting out of here. He has a, a tab at a bookstore, which sounds amazing. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> never, never let that happen. We'll go bankrupt if I have a tab at a bookstore. Yeah, um, <laughs> I won't because I would do the same thing. Yeah. So they walk, they walk to this um, restaurant that's around the corner. It's lovely, like flirtatious, getting to know you chatter stuff. It's a really good... Like last week, in the episode that will never be released, part of what makes this book so great is because the connection between these two characters and the conversations that they have is really natural and flows really well. Um, When they get to the restaurant, they sit down, they order whatever the food is. I can't remember what it is. Declan can eat. In some versions of the vampire myth, vampires can't eat. You know, Twilight vampires can, but uh, Molly Harper's vampires will projectile vomit if they eat because their bodies can't process protein solids anymore and while they're sitting and having this lovely conversation and she's getting to know him and he's getting to know her and all that stuff she's being sort of perved on by the waiter Mm -hmm. and so at one point during the meal he's like excuse me i have to go to the bathroom and he gets up and he goes and he follows the server out back and eats him (laughs) like murders him in the alley yeah (laughs) just he's like well i have to I have to eat because I'm hungry. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And fuck that guy. And fuck that guy also. But he also wants to make sure that he is fed before he takes her home so that he doesn't do anything stupid. Yeah. 
this book does pop back and forth between points of view. I am telling this all from Declan's point of view right now, but um, Rosamond, let's let's move on to Rosamond, our f- fantastic and wonderful. This may be the morally gray thing that they're talking about in the content warning. She's an assassin. No. Oh, okay. She knows Declan. She knows who Declan is because he is her favorite author. And she figured out where he lived. I This is in a nebulous sort of place and time, you know, like they don't, nobody has a cell phone (laughs) um, that I can tell. Uh, But that doesn't mean that they don't exist. It just means that Roseman doesn't use a cell phone or whatever. And um, he lives just outside of town and he walks into town, but the town is fairly large and like she found him and she must live nearby or something. She saw him turn into a bat yeah. and it got weird. Yeah. No, no, so she takes, she has gone to this bookstore specifically to find him. How? I don't know. But she's a stalker. Oh, okay. Let's let's just get that oh, out there right now. Okay. She figured out where Declan Triarius lived, mm-hmm. where he was going to be, and went to that place to meet him. That was the only plan she had. Like she didn't have anything beyond that. She didn't wasn't even sure she was going to talk to him well, if out. he was even going to show up, but serendipity he did show up and he then asked her out to dinner cuz he thought she was a fucking mega hottie who smelled like books. Also, from description, these these two people are I'm sure super hot, but also like normal looking people. Even Declan and usually vampires and you know the supernatural, mm. they're they're so pretty. Yeah. But he seems like a normal like a fairly normal dude i think he's wearing khakis you know like he's just a normal guy yeah he happens to be a couple millennia old and he's wearing khakis after that long i can't imagine i'd give a shit about what i wore oh no i can't i can't either i just i really i i think it's funny i don't know if it's like an ann rice thing if Anne Rice is the one who made this popular, but like for a long time, every vampire in every book or movie was dressed like, like a vampire, like a vampire. Like what yeah. we now consider to be a vampire. It was either like a pseudo Victorian thing, or they dressed like David Tennant's character in Good Omens. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yep. It was like all black and super stylish, and everything was like skinny jeans and yeah, yeah, emo boys. But anyway. <laughs> So Rosamond's sitting at the table while he's gone and she is freaking out because she's having dinner with Declan Declan. Triarius, her hero, the mega hottie in her brain, Declan Mm. Triarius. And he invites her, once he gets back to the table, invites her to come home with him to see his library because he has his own personal library and she is a true bibliophile. Yeah. And so they finish up their dinner. They go to his house. It's not a house. It's an estate. It's a like a fucking mega mansion. I drove by one in the middle of nowhere, Ohio today. Yeah. I, I forgot that, that drive from Columbus back because we made it so many times when my sister lived down there. Mm-hmm. There's that long stretch where you're like on surface roads. Yeah. And it's you're going through two lane divided highway. Yeah. Thing. And it's all yeah. loopy. I totally. It's like you could see it. It's like gated and back off the, the road. But you can still tell that there's like four like houses on this property. <laughs> Massive. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's set in. Maybe it's in the middle of nowhere, Mount, Ohio. Mount Air, I believe. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, I think it's called yeah. Mount Air. No, I believe you. Anyway. Um, so they get back to his house. It's a fucking gigantic estate. It's not even a mansion. It is an estate. Like, there's 
she spends a, a, a like a paragraph trying to figure out what what style it's in and she determines that it has to be in the roman something because she's like well it's not blah 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 because there aren't enough columns or whatever mm-hmm. um so it's fancy yeah i used to know those i used to know the difference but i don't anymore. and i don't either um so she, she's like i there's like there's like a like a like a thousand stairs just to get to the front door and he's <laughs> okay. like oh don't worry i'm we're gonna go in through the, the like the servant's entrance which is like under the stairs because mm-hmm. of course it is uh because when this place was built no one no one who was a servant would ever be allowed to go through the front door well no they'd be too fucking tired to serve you if he made you climb all those fucking stairs <laughs> you go in right there and take the elevator i want you fresh <laughs> elevator must have been a crank elevator they wouldn't waste electricity on the 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 oh, help no they go up the dumb waiter <laughs> why do you on top of your game hand cranked elevator so they get into his house and they're walking down these long corridors uh so many doors and he's like i hope you don't think it's weird that most of this place is empty like i don't need all of these rooms why do you live in the house, Declan? Why do you live in the big fucking house? The answer is because it's got a massive fucking library. Oh, of course in it does. It. Of course it. I, I, I'm guessing he's got first edition folios of Shakespeare and. Well, or, he wouldn't have a first folio because there's only three in existence. Well, and he's probably got one of them. They're all in museums. Oh come on, Declan. Yeah. Right. Fucking poser. As far as I, as far as I know, every first folio is in a museum, but that's only because I studied Shakespeare in college who knows what happened after that um it's been god has it been 10 years since I graduated from college uh no it's been 12 oh my fucking god uh I'm so old anyway um he leaves her outside of the door to the Mm. library he's like I want you to see it but I want you to see it with goofy glasses on in in its like all its glory okay so he leaves her outside and he like lights the fire and turns on all the all the like recessed lighting and makes it all warm and cozy for her and then he brings her in and the whole the whole time by the way both of these people are just like desperate to fuck each other oh yeah they're so into each other which is great you know for smut you you want them to be interested in fucking each other otherwise what would it be not smut Probably not true. I'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> sorry, I didn't. I told you this, but uh, dear listener, I didn't make notes on this book. What I've what I have done in the past is I have read a chapter, gone back to the beginning of the chapter, and made notes on that chapter so that I could detail everything that was in it. But this time, I'm letting the ADHD run the show. So uh, <laughs> I'm just telling you what I remember, and I hope that I get most of it. <laughs> Fair. So he covers her eyes and takes her in to the library and the whole time he can smell how horny she is for him because vampires can smell that kind of thing, apparently. And I think that's awful. We already talked about this during uh, (laughs) Baby in the Late Night Howlers. The idea that you could smell how horny someone was, I would hate it. I would hate it because I would just be walking down the street and go, this is not a place where you should be horny right now, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Go home. (laughs) You aren't allowed to come back out until you can figure your shit out. Sir, this is a Jiffy Lube. (laughs) Exactly. Ma'am, this is a Denny's. You need to. (laughs) What? I really like the eggs over my hammy. (laughs) I really, really like it. My Grand Slam is so grand. Um So he steps back so that she can open her eyes and she is immediately, like I said, bibliophile. She is turned on by this library because it's 
okay for for me and people like me who were born during a specific time period who have a library thing it's beasts library from beauty and the beast right right this is better than that because it's two stories and it is like huge Mm -hmm. with these hand polished um like brass what are those like sliding library? Oh, the sliding library ladders. Ladders, yeah. And nice Canada. <laughs> oh, and uh, um, and she's looking around at all of these books, and she's trying to take it in, and she can't because there's just so many, and it would take her a lifetime or more to go through all of them individually. Well, luckily, yeah, right. But she she's like, so do you do you buy every book? Do you buy every book that comes out every year? You must to have this many books. You must buy every single book that comes out every year. And he's like, yeah, well, no, not all of them. But I do have like I have multiple printings and multiple editions of, you know, all of every book that I love. I, I think she says something about him having like several different versions of the Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. um, which would make sense. Especially because, like, the Silmarillion has been printed in special fancy editions and things like that, yeah. as as have the trilogy. Didn't now? Did you ever have a? I know I did. Did you ever have a book that you bought multiple versions of, like on purpose? I feel no. like you did. Okay, I thought you did. No, I don't. I don't usually buy more than one copy of a book ever. Okay, unless I am intending on giving it away. Mm. Um, if I did have a book that I owned multiple versions of, it would be American Gods by Neil Gaiman because it's my favorite book of all time. Yeah. Okay, but I know for sure. I remember you did. I used to, I used to I used to have I used to collect different editions of Dante's Inferno. Mm-hmm. I really I, I read it in high school and was obsessed with it, and I loved reading different interpretations and different. Mostly, it was the like the the front matter, I guess, like the different you know translation, the person who translated it and their notes. Yeah, I, I thought it was interesting. The slightly different translations. Yep. Do you still really like Dante? Uh, I. I mean, I I would reread the Inferno for sure, but I never okay. read I never read anything else of of his. I just really liked Dante's Inferno. Because I think you would really like if you, like, if you're really into Dante's Inferno and you want to get into reading smut, might I recommend Gabriel's Inferno? Oh, that's one of the first ones I remember you reading. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, that one is about a um a professor who specializes in teaching Dante and his. Uh, God, I feel like you read. I feel like I remember sweaty. seeing that in the in the office at Oak Street. Yeah, like, yeah, it's been it's been a while. Gabriel uh, came out a long time ago. Um, okay, his you know very treacherous, sweaty, incredible affair slash love story. I think with an a, a student or a former student, or maybe a teaching assistant, right. something like that. But it was really really good. Okay, and there's two of them. I think it's Gabriel's Infernal and Gabriel's Rapture. Okay. Anyway, so Declan, lots Declan, of b- lots different of versions books. of different. So books. many books, all the books, and she's looking around. And she says this quote. She says, a book can take you somewhere. A bookshelf can take you anywhere. A a library can take you everywhere. It's a lovely quote. Yeah. And he is stopped dead in his tracks because Rosamond has made a slight uh uh-oh. She just quoted him, (laughs) one of his books, to him. And he's like, what did you just say? What did you just say? And at, at first I was like, oh, no. Shit's about to get real for a second here. He's going to get upset, mm-hmm. but he doesn't care. <laughs> no. He's just du- he's just suddenly, well, the, the vibe has changed. Now he knows that she knows who he is. Vibe change. Yeah. And um, she explains to him that his his book on 
book repair on fixing books is a book that she found in her like high school years and she loved it so much that uh it made her want to become an archivist she's always loved books but this is what so she like I read it and then I started repairing my own books and then I started getting really into like repairing vellum and doing hand stitching on the um, bindings and stuff like that and it's all because of Declan and then she says she found like another book of his and then she read another one and she realized it's not the same name but this is definitely him because Mm -hmm. it's the same writing style he's got a, a voice yeah um and she has done enough digging to be able to find, like, he wrote one fantasy novel. She found it. She read it. She liked it. Not as much as the other stuff, but she liked it. He wrote an entire series of mysteries. She read every single one. Declan Triarius is her favorite author ever. Got it. And um, he's mostly just flattered. I would, Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, um, I mean, don't tell him about the stalking stuff, but yeah. No, I think she does tell him oh, okay. that she stalked him. Just right. a little light a little stalking. Light, light stalking. Um, <laughs> And uh, it's not illegal. Yes, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, don't don't get it twisted, guys. It's cute in a book. It's not cute in real life. But it's like third degree stuff. No, it, it's just stalking. It's, yeah, no, there's no degrees. <laughs> don't follow people. It's fucking creepy. Um, <laughs> I did that. Just side. I I was walking down the streets of Columbus today behind a lot of slow people, and I would constantly like I'm riding my bike on the trail mm-hmm. <laughs> on your left. On your left, and this one old lady was like, "Oh, oh, thank you." And I said, I- "I'm a six foot two, two hundred pound man covered in tattoos. I know what I look like. I'm not gonna <laughs> just breeze past you and startle you." Yeah, I mean, you are you are slightly scary. I mean, if you were coming up on me at night, I would be like, "Hey, you better cross the street." Um, <laughs> you are hot, but that doesn't mean you wouldn't murder me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, Declan, flattered. Yeah, Declan, very flattered. They have a they have a conversation about all of this. They talk it out. He's pretty cool with it. I mean, she admits that she like tracked him down and stuff, and he's he's okay with it. Obviously, when you are immortal and supernaturally strong and stuff, you can be really cool with a hot girl following you around. Yeah, like you're not in any danger. Yeah, but um, it's. <sighs> I'm kind of a dingus. I'd be cool with a hot girl following me around. Yeah, you're a bit of a himbo. Yeah, um, you would be pretty cool with that. But then you'd be like, I'm sorry, I'm married. Um, <laughs> I totally would. You would. <laughs> I'm the worst, uh, the worst slash best himbo. I don't know if that. <laughs> <laughs> no, a true himbo definitely respects the relationship that he is. In that case, I'm the best himbo. Yeah. The, the, this part of the book is hard to explain because this book reads a bit like a classic, like a tr- like a Jane Austen novel. Uh, that's what I was going to ask. They're, the language is very flowery. A little heightened. A little heightened. Yep. Um, they're very verbose. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of extra added stuff in their language. It's great. They I say, really enjoyed thou? No. But I really enjoyed it because it was like it was like reading one of the classics mm-hmm. that I love. Oh, okay. You know, one of my favorite books is Jane Eyre. It was like reading Jane Eyre a little but, bit. But with face sitting. But with face sitting. <laughs> uh and with slightly modernized language oh, okay. and um, everything was a little easier to understand because I didn't have to understand. I didn't have to try and learn a culture yeah. that I didn't mm-hmm. know like I would have to to read an Edwardian book. And they finally get down to the meat of it. She tells him that she wants to be with him. Mm-hmm. They, they definitely want to be with each other. They are so down with all of that. But she knows something else that he hasn't realized he's let on yet 
and I imagine that it would be really easy to lose track of when you're that old. He is talking about, he is telling her about writing these books that he had, that he wrote 60 plus years ago. Yeah. And he looks like he's in his twenties to thirties. Yeah. So he has already, she knows she figured it out a long time ago, but he has now played his hand a bit. She knows that he is an immortal. And so she tells him that she's like, if you want to be with me forever, because they want to, he wants to be with her. Like, this is not a one night stand. They, he wants to yeah. be with her. She's like, well, if you really want to do that, you're going to have to make me an immortal like you. Yeah. Record scratch. <laughs> you're probably wondering how I ended up here. Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, he's delighted that she realizes, but also kind of feels a bit like a dummy. And I guess you should, like, if you're going to walk around being a 2000 year old man, you need to keep your cover straight, Declan. Yeah. That's why I liked it how they did it in uh, Eternals, the 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 MCU movie, yeah. with a uh, Kumail Nanjani's character. Yeah, he just pretended to be a Bollywood star, and Bollywood there is a like a it's very common to have lineage. Yeah, yeah, so he just a pretended, dynasty. Yeah, he just pretended to be like multiple generations yeah. of Bollywood men. Yeah, I've never watched that one. Does he? So does the older version of him just disappear? from public life retires he just i don't know yeah uh but fun story he based that character off of uh hrithik roshan the guy from uh senorita the guy in the black with the crazy blue eyes yeah that's the the, the actor that he based his like character and look off of his hrithik roshan he's great he's he's amazing yeah yeah he's in that other one never mind i'm not gonna i know we're talking about bollywood yeah we are Um, digressing hard yeah like i said i'm just letting the adhd take the wheel here so um he tells her he's not an immortal. He is a vampire. And in order to be with him forever, he would have to turn her into a vampire. Uh, but he says, no, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to drink your blood. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> What's so funny? I just love the, I just imagine a vampire saying that. All right. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to drink your blood. A vampire in khakis. <laughs> <laughs> khaki cl- a khaki clad vampire. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, he's like, I'm going to drink your blood. Then you're going to drink my blood. Then I'm going to fuck you. <laughs> then I'm going to turn you into a vampire. Wait. <laughs> okay, so I'm familiar with the the, con- the the trope of they you drink their blood, then they drink your blood, and that's how they become a vampire. Is the fucking part of it in, in this universe you have to be no so they drink your blood you drink their blood they fuck you no <laughs> okay no um at least i don't think so okay so although then, it so, gets a little muddy so for me he drinks her she drinks him he fucks her then something else then something else yeah okay so um she's like yes immediately <laughs> sounds great <laughs> sounds good no notes um but so they have like they're while they're having this entire conversation they're sort of having a wander through the library so she can look around but she's also intentionally like running away from him it's that cat and mouse Mm -hmm. thing it's it's a primal play thing primal play is a kink where you tap into your more basic your baser nature you wear a long Um, cloth get a spear you could you could draw stick Um, figures on your wall of fucking yes okay Yes. No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now I'm just thinking about those stick figure fucking drawings on the wall from sex criminals. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
great comic book. Go it's read a, that. It's an excellent comic book. Please go read it. Yeah. And he's having a great time and she's really enjoying this as well. He really loves the fact that she is she's outspoken and uninhibited, um, which is unusual f- for a for a plus sized FMC that mm-hmm. I've read. Now, that's not to say there aren't many more out there who are ballsy and confident but usually a plus size fmc one of one of the tropes is body shame yeah she does not have any of that good for her breath of fresh air for me and she is just fully playing she's in the space having a good time (laughs) some of that actor training coming out explore the space yeah um she's having a really good time playing around with him flirting with him etc etc but eventually they do come together and he bites her neck and apparently in this version of the vampire mythology vampire fangs are coated in this is not the first time i've read this either but it's the first time i've read a whole book about it um vampire fangs are coated in a special venom that feels really fucking good i've seen like some or like i've I've seen the trope where it's like an like almost like an anesthetic like a numbing yeah yeah there are versions where it's or or like it's uh there are versions where it makes you heal really fast. Yep, yep, that too. Molly Harper's vampires, I think their saliva has a healing factor in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one makes you feel high. Okay. And horny. Like you're on ecstasy. Oh, I like that. And then he gives her his blood. And he bites his wrist and he puts her his bloody wrist in her mouth and this is where it got a little weird for me because i'm not used to blood play with humans she's a human at this point <laughs> and she drinks his blood straight from his wrist and she's cool about it i'm i'm, I'm not which is great for her um yeah it's a little weird for me but it's a little squicky it's yeah it's a little squicky but then she gets extra high because apparently vampire blood in the true blood mm-hmm. version yeah you know myth uh, makes you high and it does in this one too and she is soaring like she's loving it and he's I'm also really loving jealous. it jealous and uh because you want to be high I do. yeah um so she's having a really great time he's like stripping her down and cl- getting her out of the the clothes that she's wearing including uh she's wearing like a like a garter belt and mm. thigh highs Good for you. Yeah. You went to meet your favorite author wearing sexy underwear. I'm proud of you. Yep. Um, she, she knew she knew what was going on. Yeah. She 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 had hopes. She didn't she had wear hopes. her Wednesday underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Just covered in little Jenna Ortega faces. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, she uh, he he's stripping down, but he stays in his underwear. He gets her all the way naked. Um, and he I think bites her again but like on the thigh there's a lot of blood exchange the next couple of chapters are blood exchange and fucking Mm. and i I, I mean i'm on board i'm on board for the fucking (laughs) we're we're talking about fucking we're talking about uh, a triple c thick girl getting getting railed by a vampire i'm in yeah i know what i'm about (laughs) blood yeah Mm. yeah all right maybe maybe no more vampire books for you yeah um but uh either way she's having a wonderful time he like sits her down in a chair and he's like just goddess worship Mm. on this woman he is so into her and yes um and then once she is fully ready 
He grabs her, picks her up because he has vampire strength, mm. pulls her down onto his face and encourages her to sit. Yeah. And I want to say that he says that she this that he is her throne. Like her like I think he says his jaw is her throne and mm-hmm. she is welcome to sit on it anytime. So yes, we're we're here for it. We <laughs> we stand a face sitting we, scene. We. <laughs> um and she just goes for it. She goes nuts. And again, usually like she's a little worried about smothering him. Don't. Fair. But he does not have to breathe. Oh yeah. He's dead. <laughs> Good point. He does not have to breathe. So she is down for it and i do but i don't give a shit (laughs) 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 okay fucking ivan drago he dies he dies (laughs) glory glory what What a hell of a way to die um (laughs) okay so this uh, much much screaming then ensues oh yeah good kind obviously um the next, the next chapter I remember is in Declan's point of view because he's just going to town on her. <laughs> I know what his point of view looks like right by now. Because <laughs> um, he's well, he's going, he's he's loving it. Yeah. He's going nuts. And then at some point he's like, and I think we should probably stop now. It's it's probably like I'm I'm not great with time cuz time doesn't matter to me anymore. It's a construct for an immortal, but it's it has to have been at least an hour. Mm-hmm. She's been sitting on his face and just coming repeatedly yeah. for like an hour. Good for everybody. Everybody's winning. Everybody's a winner yeah. in this one. And so uh he's like and now I'm going to fuck you. And she is like he gives her more blood because it's also mm. a stimulant. It's like keeping her All right. awake. Do, do, do we do we do we get a, a dick report on Declan? No. All right. No. No mention of shape, size, nothing. I, I actually prefer that. I actually, it is refreshing. Yep. It is refreshing. It's I mean, I know that like, we love a we we love a weird dick around yeah, here. We do love weird dicks. We, we are pro weird. We dick. are so pro weird dick. Like Monster dicks with weird things. Four and like, coke cans stacked on top of each other. I mean, I once read one where the guy had pincers. It was mm. not. It was not that weird. He was Mothman though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Carnal Cryptid series by Vera Valentine. She fucks Mothman, the Jersey Devil, and a and a a local sea monster re- from a lake reminds, in Pennsylvania. It reminds me of a, a a scripted podcast that I pitched to a friend to to L about like it's like field recordings of like cryptid researchers, but they're just they're fucking them. <laughs> well, yeah, and they were like Vera Valentine wrote like, it way ahead of you. Uh-huh. <laughs> The, the Carnal Cryptid series by Vera Valentine. That one's a little weird. That one's a, that one's a, a little darker. Got it. So, so totally normal dick. Totally as far normal as we know. dick on Declan. Um, although he feels like at one point he does say like her blood is in me and my blood is in her and we are connected and like, um, like her blood is like the ess- like her life essence is trying mm-hmm. to go back into her body via his dick. <laughs> Not like in a re- like I I couldn't tell if it was poetic or circle if it was it's the circle of orgasms, um, but he's like and it feels like it feels bigger like it feels harder it feels me I, I assume you just sort of feel that way about your dick sometimes you when do you're, like yeah, I'm a no. good dick day yeah you're having a really good dick day yeah. like sometimes you're like this is an eight but then sometimes you're like this is a ten <laughs> I've, I've done that yeah I've done that I would like I wish you wanted to have sex right now because this is a quality erection. <laughs> 
And I'm just like, no, thanks. And yeah. you're like, all right, I'll go take care yeah, of it. I'll be, I'll be back in a few minutes. Yeah. So he's he's feeling like he's, he's having a great dick day. He's having, a, I mean, a woman did just use his face for an hour. Yeah. So he's probably extra. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I want you, I want you to fuck me like going back to the actual story i want you to fuck me like a vampire and he's like okay well hang on tight um because it's not it's like a, a more violent and slightly stronger not violent in like a scary way but like i'll go get the lon cheney mask <laughs> no sorry boris karloff i'm gonna do my hair like gary oldman did yeah. um <laughs> i want to fuck you while your hair looks like an ass on top of your head <laughs> So okay. there, there is one more blood exchange, okay. and then they start fucking, and it is intense. It is over the top. Like at one point, he has her. He flips her on her stomach, and he grabs her by one arm, like behind her, yeah, back, like yeah, an I, arm I, bar, and then like pulls her backward. Sorry, you probably. I, I pulled my own head backward <laughs> just to demonstrate to my husband what was happening there. He like pulls her head back. Yep. And he's like, she's just like hovering over the ground being fucked by this man from behind. And um, she's loving it. I mean, there's no, she doesn't want him to stop. She never wants him to stop. She thinks it's incredible. <laughs> and it, good for her. At some point, though, I probably would have tapped out because they say, go for hours. Luckily, he's got that supernatural dick to keep her up in the air like that. Seriously. But so they go, they go for hours like that. He yeah. doesn't know how long it's been, but it's been a long time. Several hours later, they finally finish. <laughs> Several hours later. Yeah. Right. And they, like there's the blood exchanges continue. Yeah. This is how he's keeping her. It's it has like a like an instant caffeine, maybe cocaine. Mm. I don't know. I've never done coke. Well, it's an upper so here's right? a, here's a question I, I, I don't know if this occurs in a lot of vampire books do vampires ejaculate do male or do penis he having does. vampires okay he does vampires with penises do vampires ejaculate. with penises he does ejaculate and at one point she even asked she's like I, I, I know you don't have sperm but like mm-hmm. you did come I'm full of come and I have to go pee <laughs> you're supposed you're supposed to pee after sex. Everybody should know this already. But if you don't, you have to go. If you have a vagina, go pee after sex, um, so you don't get a UTI. Anyway, he says he thinks it's like protein. Ad- he's like it's protein adjacent. I don't know what yeah. it is, but it com- like, he does have an ejaculate. Okay, comes out of his body. Anyway, so going back to they finish fucking after hours and hours and hours, mm-hmm. and she passes out immediately. I should, I hope, should so. hope so. Exactly. It's been an it's been a long night of drug use and feral sex. Mm. And so he just covers her up in a blanket and picks her up and takes her to the couch. She wakes up unde- indeterminate amount of time later and he's sitting there reading a book in a chair waiting for her to wake up and she asks him to come over and have a cuddle. So they do. Um he's like, "Oh, I was giving you some space. I didn't know if you were going to you were going to want me to be right on top of you or if you even still feel the same way now that you've had your brains fucked out by a vampire." Is is the cuddle what officially makes her a vampire? No. You have to cuddle a vampire? No, I okay. would love that if it were that easy, right? That would be so cute. You want to become a vampire, you got to have a real good snuggle. <laughs> and the blood exchange. There's a blood exchange, but also they need to snuggle. Yeah. So, he comes over to have a snuggle. She climbs on top of him. Like yeah, no, this, I know what the you straddly mean. cuddle. Yeah. yeah, we've done that several yeah, times absolutely. in our lives. The straddly cuddle, and they're having a talk, and they're just enjoying themselves, and then they start to have sex again. And he gives her more blood, but he gives her like a lot this time. He takes 
a lot from her and he's, then he says he's dosing her yeah go just drink until you can't drink anymore and she's like okay so she does and then they have sex again but she's on top it's she's leading the way on this one a little bit more it's less intense it's more love makey mm-hmm. less brain fucky and she gets to her peak she she starts to come and he breaks her neck not on purpose not, yeah well yes on purpose because she has to die that's how you become <laughs> oh, a vampire God. it doesn't happen on the page because that would be a vibe shift right um <laughs> but uh, i would so call she, that a mood killer <laughs> she has an orgasm and the next thing she knows she's waking up basically okay. but that's he had he had to break her neck to he didn't have to <laughs> well he had to kill her and well, that was uh, the fastest and most efficient way to do yeah, it without pain yeah yeah okay so That's why I'm not sure. I'm not sure whether or not you have to be fucking the vampire. I really don't think you have to be fucking the vampire, but she certainly was. That's what I want to know. I want to know if it has to be very specific. You have to be you have to do several blood exchanges. You have to fuck twice and then you have to be on top and then you have to get your neck broken (laughs) with vampire penis inside you. Yeah. It's that's that's what really does it. Or conversely, or if the the, the vampire has the the vagina. Yeah. You you have to be in the vampire. Yeah. No. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's probably just drink a, a lot of their yep. blood and, and then, then die. die. Okay. So she's a vampire. She's a vampire. And she wakes up uh, like a feral cat or like a like a neurodivergent person having a, a sensory overload, essentially, is how it's described. Oh. Oh, I yeah. Yeah. Now you're you, speaking my you language. Know. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The... The 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 couch is too scratchy, but the blanket is too soft. The air is cold, but she feels hot. Like you know. Yeah, you completely yeah, understand. You understand it. I know you do. Um, <laughs> you heard me bitching about my watch. Yes. Yeah. The the floppy strap of your watch is. If yeah. I feel any motion on the watch, I want to throw it into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> so she and she's completely freaking out because she also doesn't remember what happened. Like she's got nothing, and her neck hurts. Go figure. Um, and she's sore all over because she's been very thoroughly fucked. But she she can't remember anything that happened the night before mm. after going to dinner. So she doesn't know what happened. And it all sort of comes rushing back really fast. Um, and she's having a total meltdown. He grabs her gently, like talks to her, talks her down, pets her hair, you know. How, how you have to do for me when I'm having a panic attack yep. is what he does for her. Breaks her neck again. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, and essentially tells her just use use me as like i i am your point of light right now everything else is too much just focus on me and you'll come back to yourself and she does and she remembers she remembers everything that happened and she realizes oh fuck i'm a vampire now yeah better go quit my job yeah that's the thing they never really talk about <laughs> oh god um well, i mean she's an archivist so she's indoors yeah. all the time but is she gonna is she gonna keep her job it's probably a day job yeah she works for a university, I think. So it's probably a day job. Does she have parents? Does she have friends? Mm. Is she just going to have dis? She went to go find. She told her BFF she went to go find Declan Triarius, and then she never came back. And now he is America's most wanted. Yeah, you know, like I don't know. So they get themselves situated. She's like, "Is it always going to be like this? The, both both the sex and the blood exchange, the like the drugging effects and." 
and the feelings that she's having now, these overwhelming sensations because all of her senses have been heightened so much. Mm-hmm. It, like it, it'll get easier with time. The sex is always going to be incredible. <laughs> Bonus. Uh, the blood is always going to feel real good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll teach you how to feed off of humans and stuff like that. She very quickly was like, yeah, I can kill people. There are a lot of bad people in this world. It'll be <laughs> fine. And I was like, yes, if I was a vampire, I'd be just tracking down bad guys all the oh, time. Yeah. We wouldn't have Congress by the time I was done. Um, <laughs> Um, so she wants to like she wants to go pee she hasn't gone pee yet she's like can i get a uti that's why i brought that up earlier can can i get a uti can i no she can't ever get sick again but um and they start talking a little more while she's doing her business and whatever um they start talking a little more and he she's like how old are you really and he's like i don't keep track of that uh but I think I'm about 2,000 years old. <laughs> but I was around for the Crusades. Yeah. So. And she's like, but your name is Declan. That's not a 2,000-year-old name. That's <laughs> a 400-year-old name. Yeah. I've had a couple. His real name, his true name is Tritarius Samarus or something like that. Yeah. He's again ancient. Roman. Yeah. Ancient Roman. Um. Which is why his last name is now Triarius. It's a play on that he's, he's the third son, and ancient Romans used to name their kids by number. Yeah. Um. This is my kid one. Uh, and this is <laughs> this is two. This is seven. They didn't invite. They didn't we're, invent names yet. <laughs> we're not. We can't talk about four through six with my wife around because she's still sad about it. And <laughs> this is seven, and she's pregnant with eight. So oh, hey. hey, um. Anyway. <laughs> Come here, Ocho. Uh, <laughs> uh, it would be Octus, I believe. I just in like saying Ocho. Latin. Ocho is funny, though. So, yeah. So, so she's yeah. quizzing so the name. She, she's getting to know him a little better, and she's looking. She's checking herself out in the mirror, and she's a little glittery. Um, a nod to the, the Twilight girlies mm-hmm. out there, uh, and boys, I guess, but I never met a boy who read all of them and liked them. I'm sure you exist. I'm not denying your existence. I read the first one. Didn't hate it. Yeah. Well, it's not for everybody. I understand why. Mostly because you're an adult man at that time, and that's a high school romance. So she's a little bit shiny. She's a little bit sparkly, a little bit glittery. Um, Declan says when he first changed, he thought that it was starlight pouring out of his pores. But it's like he's it's like a vampire essence kind of yeah. thing but it's like all of her stretch marks look like they're full of glitter which i just love mm-hmm, i just mm-hmm, love mm-hmm, that because mm-hmm. i'm stretch marks already if you have big ones like mine they're a little silvery and sort of shiny yeah so now they're like decorative they do have um, a little bit of like that silver skin sort yeah. of look um but now they're all glittery and stuff and he's glittery too and humans can't see it it's a vampire thing that's, that's how they see each other. I guess how they see each other, just a little bit shiny and whatever. But he tells her that they have all the time in the world to get to know each other. And she's like, and the library. Like, you have the library. I love the library. I'm not really getting into just how deeply mm-hmm. she loves this library. Like, she, I'm like pretty sure, would stay with, like, if he, he was kind of an asshole, mm-hmm. like, yeah, he's my favorite author, but he really likes Andrew Tate. But look at that library. <laughs> you know, like there would she would ignore red flags over the library. I'll Luckily, to, yeah, I'll listen to him quote Top G just yeah. so I can get into the fucking. <laughs> but he has a first edition of the Lord of the Rings. First edition. Signed by Tolkien. Signed by Tolkien with notes in the margins. Um, 
And he's like, yeah, I've got the library and uh, we can go see. We have all the time in the world. We can go see every single library. And she's like, everyone. Yup, everyone. I own six. He owns six libraries. For profit libraries or I mean, like. Are there for profit libraries? Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I no, I don't know. I don't know how library. I just assume that they're all like, you know government adjacent and yeah. funded but no i just i i i assumed that it was because he was two thousand year old years old and therefore had the time oh, just to had be... to like have them in like yeah like depositories yeah oh, okay yeah. i see i'm thinking of library like library oh like lending library yeah no they're just his libraries there's private fuck off rich guy libraries yeah um, i get it because he's two thousand years old there's a that's there's a lot of books to be had in that time although there weren't books that long ago two thousand years ago there weren't like books to be had <laughs> they hadn't invented printing <laughs> no they had to write everything out and it was all on scrolls and stuff or something i don't really know i'm not a historian don't come for me history people <laughs> I say, don't at me i'm not i'm not trying to make any claims here but anyway um so he owns six libraries and he says he's given enough monetarily and also like loaned enough really nice books to so many libraries throughout the world he's got connections everywhere they can just go to all the libraries, private and public, that they ever want to see for the rest of time. She's got books, she's got blood, and she's got Declan. Books, blood, and boners. She's got all yep. the, the three Bs. <laughs> um, and she's very happy. And then at the very end, he goes, hey, you know what I just realized? I never kissed you. They spent the entire night fucking like wild dogs and they never once kissed. So they share a kiss and it's lovely and sweet. And off they go into their own little corner of eternity, as Stephanie Meyer would say. It's a lovely ending yeah, to a lovely book. I really, really enjoyed it. I do love the idea of like, like I love the sort of like the concept of vampirism as like eternal love. Like I would, yes. if I could be a vampire with you and just live forever. Yeah. You know, just hang out with you for the rest of my life. Absolutely. Yeah. For the rest of my eternity. Yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Until the world burned around us. Kidding me? Just, yeah. We would, just, yeah. Fuck off. We're, yeah. we're going to live forever. I mean, we have children, so we can't do that. I know. I would but, not do that now that we have kids. Yeah. You know. But if it was just us, oh, hell yes. That's a me? fantasy yeah. come true. So I do, I do love that. And I also love the, uh. The wild sex. Yeah. Involving, I mean, <laughs> in, we're here for the fucking. <laughs> Love the wild sex with a with a hot, thick girl. Yes. Uh, just like the one I'm sitting across from right Aww. now. And you are a very handsome man. You're not wearing khakis. Though. No, I'm wearing very short shorts. Yeah, you are. I But I wore khakis all week. Yeah, and you did I'm for still, work, I'm still you? trying. Yeah, I did. And I'm still trying to shake that off. <laughs> oh. I, I, when I was in that conference center, I, I had to take off my dad pullover. I was like, these people need to see these tattoos. Oh, yeah. They need to see what I'm... They need yeah. to know that you're cool under there. Yeah. They need to know what they're fucking with over here. Well, yeah, because when, when you have the dad pullover on, you look like you could be a Republican. I do. I do look a little unfortunate. The dad pull, the dad pullover and the khakis and yep. your sneakers. Yeah. Your, your I'm going to be on my feet all day shoes. Yeah. You you look like you could talk a mean game about lawnmowers and have thoughts on Bud Light, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. Then you take it off and, oh my God, he has tattoos. And now a whole separate demographic is like, I want to go talk to that guy. I did. I was walking around, I was walking around Seabus <laughs> a little bit yesterday before the conference, but like between the time I had to set up my, my booth and everything. And I was wearing my, my pride flag veteran shirt mm-hmm. and got definitely got some looks. 
<laughs> not all of them positive. But uh, that's Ohio. Well, as you are in Ohio. Yeah. I mean, they're everywhere. The bigots, they're everywhere. Yeah. But anyway, so that is The Vampire in the Bookstore by L.M. Drew. And I wish... I wish I could have enjoyed it more, if I'm being honest with you. I was a little harried all week, and I was reading when I could. Yeah. And I know that I missed stuff. So I'm probably going to read it again. Yes! And I'm going to love it again. So... Yeah, I'm I'm working from home all week, so... 10 out of 10, please go buy it. Although I am going to have to decide, I don't know what I'm reading next week. Oh, well, it'll, it will, it'll be a surprise for everybody. Yeah, or, you know what, we could just do this. I have a list... A, like a running wish list. Well, I mean, we've talked about a couple that we wanted to 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 put in there. Yes, do, we have. Do you want to do? Do you want to do gay hockey? Um, we could. Do you want to do gay hockey, or do you want to do uh, like big beautiful man? You want to do? Oh come on! Why aren't you loading? Well, probably because our internet's out. Oh no, shit! It just it literally the light just literally changed on the mo- it went from red to white. That's hilarious. Anyway. Anyway. Oh, here it goes. Mm, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Let's do... Let's ask... Oh! Yeah, let's do that. Okay. We're going to do one of the classics. Not really... I mean, it's... I think they're 15 years old now. They're that not super classic, um, mm-hmm. but they are one of the cornerstones of the romance world in a genre that we have not done yet. We're going to outer space. <laughs> Next Space week, fucking. next week, I am going to read Ice Planet Barbarian, Barbarians by Ruby Dixon. <laughs> yes. I have read this book a couple of times over the course of my reading career. I don't actually remember it that well because I've done it in audio and I often forget the books that I've read after I make notes on all of these. I couldn't tell you what happened in half of them after I read them because my brain just goes, okay, we really enjoyed that. Yeah. Next, ne- next, yeah. next. We don't remember. Um, More so- books. I will get to once again read this book and I will I will tell you the fantastic tale of the Ice Planet Barbarians by Ruby Dixon. I cannot wait. Oh yeah. Alien fucking. It's just like monster fucking but in yeah. space. Make sure to check us out on all the social <laughs> medias. We well not all the social media uh just like two really and really just the one. We're on TikTok. Uh, yeah. we do post pictures and stuff and like little updates on um on Instagram. Uh, speaking of Instagram, yeah, I think we should mention the very uh, generous. Uh, yes, we should. Uh, after uh, the very kind uh, author Rachel Renner reached out to us and said that she listened to our episodes about Inked and was so touched and so flattered, uh, and we exchanged messages, and she sent us a signed. Uh, inscribed copy of the second book in the Gilded Blood series. Yes. Uh, so, Rachel, if you're still listening to the show, that w- I know that we exchange messages, messages and everything, but that was the sweetest thing. It was the kindest thing. I bought for my own personal use uh, inked yeah. and I as soon as I finish this excellent Howard Bryant book uh, I'm going to uh, jump into that I'm very excited so Rachel thank you so much that was so kind uh, and we are uh, we were fans before but we're, we're, we're more fan, fans bigger now. fans now I swear to God I, I told you that when it when we first got her first message I was like yeah. look all authors are celebrities to me this it is exactly the same to me as if I got a DM from 
Tom Hiddleston or something. <laughs> God. Like, well, maybe not her, but Tom Hiddleston. T. Hitty. Who? Tom Hiddleston. T. Hitty. T. Hitty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, I, just fucking around, making shit up. Confusing your wife. Um, it was amazing. I was like, holy shit, an author, an author talked to me. It, and then a few days later, Emmeline Quinn, the author of Halloween, reached out to me because she realized that we live in the same city that she used to live in. And I was like, oh, my God, another author, another <laughs> author talked to me. I, I nearly pissed <laughs> myself. So good. She sent me a voice message or yes. she sent us a voice message. Yeah. And I was like, is she going to like, did she, was she so furious that she's telling <laughs> us off? Like, text will not do this justice. You must hear the anger in my voice. But no, it was very lovely and very sweet. So, Rachel, thank you so much. We really do appreciate it. Uh, back to the end of the show. Back to uh, the end. TikTok, Instagram is pretty much where we hang out. Uh, so go check us out. Katie's really the one that kind of drives the TikTok stuff. I'm still trying to figure it out. But quite frankly, I'm just afraid that people are going to hate me. Yeah. Uh, so, well, and, and the internet scares me. I don't make a lot of content for TikTok, but I do use BookTok to get most of my recommendations for books, which is awesome because I've gotten some really good recommendations. Like I said, last week I was reading that book, Fuck an Angel, Love a Demon or something like that. Screw, yeah. screw an Angel, Love a Demon by uh, Smoggy. Yeah. yeah. Because I talk- haven't had a chance to keep reading it. It's because we talked about it on the the Lost episode. Like yeah. It sounds like, like an old timey aphorism, you yeah. know, like <laughs> feed a fever, starve a cold. Yeah. Screw an Angel, Love, love a, a Demon. demon. Yeah. And I'm really excited to jump back into that one because I was really, really liking it. But this week... I couldn't usually no. I have two to three books going at once this week I could barely finish this one no. so it was a long week and I have not seen I've only been with you for two hours so why don't we put this episode yes. to bed so we can go be together absolutely in that case I've had a lovely time I'm so excited to be back and recording with you my love and listener out there if there is a book in you write it and if there's fucking in it I'll read it and then she will come on this show and explain it to me for your entertainment. Now I'm getting off this microphone. Please do. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.